Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Knock, knock, knock. <laughs> Is anybody home? How are you doing today? How have you been? And how are you feeling? How has the course also been for you so far? You're welcome again. It's the Polished and Fit Preparatory course, and we are currently in session three, model two. Um, for this one, it's still the welding process, and model two is titled the introduction phase, which is the official meeting of the families. Mm, I love the sound of that because it's indeed really, really getting deeper. Someone is about to become a bride, a wife, right? And this is just the journey um, towards getting there, right? Okay, so, I mean, I must commend you. You have been amazing. I mean, look at how far you have come. Look at me just smiling and cheering you on, right? And um, this welding process is actually getting more interesting, okay? Um, please remember, it is one step at a time. Mm? Now you got the ring, Abby. Mm -hmm. Everything is in place. You have been excited, posting all over the place and feeling very good about this. And then you're ready to now take that step into forever with your man. So, hey, we keep on moving. So in this model, basically, we will do a lot of visitations. So for this one, please put on your seatbelt as we begin to fly. We are on cruise mode for this particular one right i hope you're ready and you're excited um to plunge in into this one i'm really glad about it i mean it almost feels um it feels it feels almost so real like this is really happening yes it is happening okay so you're welcome again as usual we always have a model defining scripture just like we have done throughout this entire course and that is because um the principles we're sharing basically are principles that are um, scripture-based principles and um, so that is why over and again you know we bring in the scriptures because that's where we're drawing our reference and all of that from okay so and like i always encourage if you're from another faith it doesn't mean that you should tune off and that shouldn't be a barrier for you not to listen or to gain what you're supposed to gain i strongly believe that there is a purpose for you to be taking this course at this time and i'm so glad you're making this investment in yourself so let's just go right into it for this one the model defining scripture is ephesians 6 1 to 2 ephesians 6 1 to 2 with the new living translation and it simply says children obey your parents because you belong to the lord for this is the right thing to do. Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise. And it says, if you honor your father and mother, things will go well for you and you would have a long life on the earth. Right? So um, you would understand briefly why um, this is our model defining scripture. Let's just go on what is the model objective this time so after the successful completion of this model you should be able to plan the introductory stage of your relationship and meeting member of um, your families both for your family and for his family 
you know, and the key people, you know, in both of your lives that you need to meet to carry along concerning this phase. Okay. Um, what's our outline for this model? We are basically going to cover the introductory phase, just the two of you, meeting of both families, and then meeting some defining individuals in your partners and in your own life, you know, towards the wedding planning process. Yay! We're almost getting to the wedding planning part. That one, there's a lot, like it's such a packed, packed, packed model, and I cannot even just wait to share that with you. But let's just go on with this. So we are at the introductory and the introduction phase, right? Now, um, I know that things are ascending and, you know, it's time to start taking very more deliberate steps towards tying the knot right now, okay? We're trying to make everything very official. It's not enough that, you know, he is crazy about you or that you are crazy about him, right? It's time to begin to, you know, take very deliberate steps to make everything official and to seal up this whole process, right? Okay, so um, the first question that will come to mind is, so how do I know when it's time to start planning for our wedding, right? But I'll say, hey, not so fast. Have you actually met your in-laws? Before you start doing a lot of planning and all of that, have you met your in-laws and some other important people in your spouse's life? And also for him, has he met the ones in your life? Has he met your family? And has he met some very key people in your life? I'm just asking. Okay. So let's unlock that face first before we get into wedding planning. Okay. So um, I actually see this face as honor for the parents basically um to carry them along and to give them the opportunity to celebrate their joy for raising a king and a queen that's the way i see um you know going through the whole process of you know meeting parents doing introduction doing a traditional wedding and then you know getting married and all of that i see it as honoring our parents it's not just about or maybe just you and your partner alone and i mean it doesn't matter if you're at that stage where you say well i don't have parents anymore and um you know maybe um at this time um your parents maybe have gone to be with the lord i'm sure there are people in your life you know that represent um, maybe like guidance or something there's definitely someone some authority in your life or in your family that is standing as that parental figure there okay and i want to say um based on that please do not deprive your parents or your guidance or anyone standing in their stead in your life okay um it's not just your day of joy it is also their day of joy because you know i mean it brings so that's why it gets emotional on the day of the wedding many times because our parents are thinking through it that wow look at this little baby that was in my hand just some years back you know they remember so many things they've been through with you sacrifices they've had to make you know many things they've done just to see that you've gotten to where you currently are and um don't also be that person that says oh well nobody was there for me i practically raised myself there is just someone definitely in your life that at one point or the other was there for you you know and is like an authority figure for you i'm just saying do not deprive them of the joy okay of seeing you evolve and become who you are becoming or who you have become all right so yeah that's i just thought to set that um, perspective first before we go on okay 
now let's first talk about the two of you just the two of you okay now it's important that as you progress with your relationship you know you start probing it first in your spirit when you should actually tie the knot okay so please let me just quickly say that please never be found in an endless courtship you know endless courtship every courtship must have a date of consolidation or termination as the case may be okay so like we already established you are not winging the relationship just to see how it goes nope you are actually sure and deliberate you know that marriage is in the view for both of you and you start planning with that mindset right so from when you you know maybe eventually get engaged for those that are doing the paparazzi proposal and all of that so at least when the intentions have become very clear you know and you know that you know this is it and this is time right from when you get engaged i expect you to maybe start discussing a date in view yep i'm telling you the truth so the truth is that you know like i said the courtship is for investigation understanding each other better planning for the future and it's not for sexual intercourse so be guided at this phase because sometimes you know during this planning we can get overwhelmed we can get emotional and all of that and one of those days you know temperature may be high you know tension this and that and who knows you know someone may just get tempted on this and that so you just really need to be on guard especially when it almost feels like the day is approaching there's a date in view you're already walking towards something sometimes you're like ah, people are almost there i mean you know and all that you don't want to truncate you know the beautiful relationship you have established so far up till this time so you need to manage things very well right and do them as they should be right okay so um it's very important and um, you begin to put that in place now the time frame will be determined first by god <laughs> of how long you know your courtship is going to be and your peculiar circumstance so it's actually a conversation you need to have so that you don't keep hoping with no vision do you understand what i'm saying that means that the both of you are supposed to um you know discuss and look forward and plan so it's not enough to oh I've, he finally i said yes and all of that he gave you a ring and everything now for some people now you're getting a ring and then maybe another 10 years that shouldn't be there should definitely be a plan like i said it has to be based on what god is saying to the both of you and your peculiar circumstance so sometimes yes you're engaged like that and maybe for financial reasons you're thinking okay let's still grow our finance for a bit and all of that or you're like oh there's a new fit each either of you is trying to um, attain maybe in your career or your business or something so you're thinking okay let me just um, hit this milestone first and then that phase will be the next phase so that you know we are fully prepared and ready to get into that phase but i'm saying it should not just be left as an open-ended thing where you're just floating you're just there you know you should have something in view that you're looking forward to and saying okay um so you want to attain a new feat you want to achieve something new at work business or anything else. okay let's just give it another two years if that is your plan for some people they feel one year is fine to you know handle this thing um for someone else it might be that they're saying okay six months is fine for me i mean like i said it depends on your peculiar circumstances not one size fits all kind of circumstance no that's not it but make sure that there is that vision in view so that you know 
you don't stay and begin to feel like you're tied down especially when it now also feels like okay so you feel like um at a certain age you want to have achieved this or achieved that or done this or done that and you just feel okay it's settling down i need to do this thing on time and you know move on and all of that both of you will not always have that length of endless time that's what i'm just trying to say so don't just loaf around you know for so long without trying to you know put um things in perspective and with a vision that's the major thing i'm just trying to emphasize right here right so now you know you're engaged and you're ready to start taking steps it's actually very important to meet your parents in law to be now um in session two we already treated you know the first visit um for those that took session two please review your notes um on that and if you did not register for session two you can actually do so and enjoy the full benefits of this training period right okay um going on like i said although there is really no fast and hard rule to it most times so the lady gets to meet his family first okay while he now meets your family afterwards that's what gets to happen a lot of times because sometimes it's more of you know many times the couple they're feeling like so he the one that acceptance first from his family before he can now take his own step to come and now say okay oh, we have agreed and all of that and then move it on to you know the girl's family but again the circumstance can be peculiar and it can happen that you know um uh, one party gets to meet the other party before um yeah and so like it doesn't just follow that rule at that moment okay and um now these meetings usually okay are usually independent visits that is your parents are not actually required to accompany either of you for this visit now like i said peculiar circumstances i've seen cases where it is on the wedding day <laughs> that the uh you know partner gets to even meet his in-laws i've seen that play out before so like we've been talking on the phone they've had video calls and all kinds of conversations and communication but the man just didn't meet because i think it was out of the country or something he just there was just no opportunity for meeting physically before that time so it was at the wedding they didn't necessarily met and all of that this um, things like that usually happen especially when maybe there's a very good relationship you know that the daughter has with the father or um a peculiar circumstance where maybe the family is not so integrated at that time such things actually show up and come up okay so like i said um for that initial visit i'm just talking of maybe um, a basic circumstance that's what i'm using um for this particular illustration right okay so the parents are really not required it's just a two of you visits kind of you know thing going to see them so sometimes you actually get to informally meet them and there's actually nothing wrong with that but it's usually more appropriate to meet them at their residence okay um or if they visit your own location you can take advantage of that moment and go and see them but please both of you should do those visits bearing gifts for both parents do you understand so for example so your dad um, comes to town as the lady and yeah, like so i don't know how, how long it's going to be you know before we have the opportunity to travel or something and you just want to use the opportunity you can you know create a forum and a way you can plan for maybe a simple dinner or something and you know oh that i want to meet someone and all those kind of stuff and but that visit that's what i'm saying now that 
as informal as that might seem i expect your partner and you to at least have a gift for your dad as you're doing that yep and if it is you that you know as the lady you're meeting them informally just go with the gift there's just something about gifts that have a way of opening um doors for you and making you just have that very soft landing basically do you understand uh, so there has to be a meeting because they should first see you you know and all that now these visits many times is where you now get to start having issues like oh a lot of drilling <laughs> drilling circumstances right that's why you start hearing oh the parents do not accept uh, they are saying no they don't know him at all and part of another reason that you know the family um, gets to say they want to meet the person ahead of time before any f f um, full official introduction is that you know they want to do their own research because a lot of parents you know if you're coming from certain places they usually do research they make investigations they send people to maybe their hometown and several you would know that your parents are fbi you'll be amazed when it comes to things like this how far they actually go with their investigations so please let them follow what they call due process on this one right okay so after this stage your parents as the lady will usually ask that he comes with his family as they do not just relate with an individual alone. So that's what happens a lot of times. So it's not just um, a case of, so he, you have met, he has met your parents or you have met his parents and you, you guys just go ahead, fix a date and just say, oh, send an IV to them and oh no, it doesn't work that way. There's a process. That is why I said family is important to you. Nobody dropped from the sky. There is a source where we're all coming from. So we need to carry our family along and make sure it's a smooth process all the way, right? Okay, so for this one, um, you know, they believe that everyone comes from a family and that you are their precious jewel as their daughter, right? And you should be sought with dignity and, you know, follow due process. So most times the parents, like I said, they go, you know, to do very, very deep investigation about this person, about their origin and to ensure that they are not just sentimental with their acceptance of the guy. Do you get, even though some families, they are not dramatic, they'll just say, oh, that's fine, if that's your choice, make sure you know what you're doing and all of that. But for some other families, hey, they will scrutinize, they will do all of those things. So please find out how it works with your family ahead so that you can guide him accordingly do you get what i'm saying i'm saying that now that you are even not in a relationship yet if you're taking this course at the time where you don't even have a boo as you were you know and um you're just saying okay i just want to plan ahead i just want to train myself i just want to invest in myself start finding out from your family you can talk to your dad you can talk to your mom find out say oh okay um how does introduction work with our family and all of that just find out if you think oh your parents are uh, maybe they've been disturbing you all the while and say hey, when are you going to bring somebody ah, da, 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 da. now bringing a question up like this to them might feel like ah yeah is there somebody yeah, come and tell us so this one that one and all that even if there is nobody yet depends of course on your relationship with your parents you can decide to talk to them about it and if you're not too cool talking to them i'm sure you have one auntie or one uncle there's always somebody in the family that can give you you know <laughs> explain to you how it goes if you have elder ones that are already married in your family you can ask them do you get if you have a brother if you have a sister just find out say hey how did it go how did you handle that face of your life how are you able to navigate so that it's just to help you to start you know having a perspective and knowing how to plan and if you are in a relationship 
already and you've not gotten to this stage yet you can start finding out so that both of you will be prepared and by the time you know that stage comes you already know exactly what to do because you have been properly informed and that is why you see preparation cannot be delegated this is that phase that you're in to prepare to help you know exactly what you are coming into and understand it better do you get what i'm saying okay moving on um you know another thing is be prepared eh on how to answer questions because most times like i said this thing is like a drilling session so you have to be able to clear any doubt that you know may be there about you because most parents will definitely ask questions it's difficult for them to just say oh, let it just flow plainly like that right so before you guys go you and your partner that's why i said see this thing called relationship and marriage you need to be very sure of who you're with and you know this person has to be your friend you guys should be able to talk about it discuss it and you don't just show up having an introduction and it's looking you know um weird and all that so you can talk about it and say okay um if they ask us about this you as the lady there so what do you do you should have an answer don't be doing m m m that's not a time to stammer or be you know dragging with your conversation you should be able to answer very freely as they ask you questions right so you guys you can practice ahead of time so that it will be easy for you when the time comes for you to start answering questions so where are you from you should be able to answer talk about your family talk about basic things so basic things that you would need to talk about both of you can you know rub minds ahead so that you know how both of you will be able to answer uh, knowing that you're a team and you don't want any of your team members to mess up right so yeah you don't want to help them good so now of course usually after that first process of you and um, him meeting each other's family or each other's parents now your parents you as the lady will most likely request that he comes with his own family for a formal introduction you know to clarify all intentions so if you are both not ready for that yet at that time you can politely let them know as the bride because that one now is you and you as the bride okay and make them comfortable about everything and when the set the time is set you can now inform them about their intention you know to come for the visit do you get what i'm saying to make it very easy because it's possible that the time that you're meeting your parents like that you guys you're still thinking maybe it's in maybe two years time maybe in one and a half years time maybe in a year's time maybe in nine months time or six months time before you are really thinking about the wedding but you just felt you know instead of getting too deep into everything you just wanted your family to be carried along or your parents to be carried and let them know that there is someone you know that um you have a relationship with basically if that's your motive please let them know at that time that okay you guys you're still this and for this reason for that reason it's um you're not going to be able to bring parents just yet because you guys are maybe not ready at that moment so that you can save all parties um you know managing expectations at that time basically okay so like i said it all depends on the kind of relationship you have with your parents or your guardian some are very close so it may not follow an official you know information as you already gave them updates personally so as the lady you have already talked to them you've told them that see look i just want to meet this guy especially if you're very close and that's why see bonding is everything family bonding is so good you know you can you can talk to them ahead and say okay see dad i just want i wanted my fiance to come and meet you and all those kind of 
things but we're not thinking of our wedding just yet we just wanted um he's currently maybe he's doing his phd he's doing his masters um there's this new project he's working on and the project is going to take like a year to be completed it's after the project that we intend planning the wedding so his parents are not going to come yet to come and see you like officially do you get what i'm saying so that it minimizes any friction and all of that 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 can bring up so i hope that has clarified for this introduction of the personal introduction first now after that let's go to meeting of both families so basically wedding introduction is like a simple formal ceremony where the grooms and the brides family members officially get to know one another that is what introduction is and that is what it is introduction is come on i'm introducing you to someone basically so the idea behind it is to introduce the key members of both families you know so that they know their son's new relatives and the daughter's new relatives and it just makes sense you know and it's clear so that they don't meet tomorrow someone you know they don't even know that this is who their in-law is going to be do you get what i'm saying and it's usually a small affair but these days though <laughs> some introductions have come to like mini traditional wedding especially for certain tribes right not everybody does that very severe for some people just a simple sitting room thing you know they just meet officially and that's it you know so when all is in place basically for the official meeting of both you know families you now a date is usually communicated to the bride's family you know while the groom communicates with his own family and carries them along because he doesn't do it alone right and on the chosen dates the bride's family you know being the host usually because they are the ones coming to ask for your hand in marriage uh -huh. so the host usually prepare meals and entertainment items to receive their in-laws to be do you get it okay and so usually on the chosen date the groom and the members of his immediate family or those representing them and maybe a few of his friends usually he has a few friends that he goes with you know they go for this occasion and it's usually not lengthy depending of course of the on the culture of the place but it's not it's not like one full day event except their culture is saying so right now the groom's family is not expected to come empty-handed for this introduction that they are coming for now this is different from the traditional wedding presentation of gifts this is just you know saying okay we are not coming empty-handed basically so they also go bearing gifts for the bride's family and sometimes let me just give you some ideas some of those gifts can range from maybe a basket of fruits different kinds of fruits of course definitely fruits in season at that time to biscuits carton of malt juice wine you know and other items according to their culture so it's not like it's not usually very elaborate it's just something you know minimal that they usually go with just to say okay we are knocking the door you know and saying hey we have your treasure here come to receive and all of those kind of things so um if they are coming out of town from out of town now for the fruit part, it's something you guys can arrange together and say, okay, because I mean, imagine them traveling with a basket of fruit all the way, especially if they are flying and all that, it might, it might be a bit of um, stress. But what you can do, uh, maybe as a bride and all of that, you guys can work it out that, you know, maybe there's a contact at your location where you're going for the introduction, where you can maybe get decorative baskets and then buy the fruits there. You can work that out if you have a friend, a relative, or someone in town 
um, that can easily work that out or even a vendor these days you know we have vendors for almost every single thing so they can work it out and get those items for you in that location so that it's very easy when the time comes right now the groom and the bride usually they are well dressed for this occasion and ready for this official meeting of both families of course um, for some people they decide to do and co-dressing so like they, they wear the same kind of maybe fabric you know and all of that for the introduction while some other people like i said some people don't take it as something big or something too major so they just you know just take it very easy and all of that for some people like i said these days it's becoming like a mini mini introduction okay so um so i'll just explain a few things about that so that you get the picture and what i'm saying okay so usually during the introduction various questioning will take place from both families and then they usually round up of course the event with prayers for the families for the groom's family for the bride's family and then they eat together of course the bride's family is the one hosting them so they would and from that period is when you start hearing both families saying okay which date is going to be convenient so they do like a selection of date for the wedding proper you know while the bride's family will now present the engagement list to the groom's family to aid their preparation for the traditional wedding because usually when they come for that visit like that with their kingsmen and all those things that's when they now say okay oh, your list so part of what the bride's family should get ready on that day is that their lists for the engagement should be set and should be ready right so um have that i mean these days you can just create the soft copy print it out just make sure that you know the hard copy is available that day while you're doing what needs to be done and then you see that's why i said it's better when you're ready both parties are ready for the wedding and all that that you can communicate that that's when the groom's family will come so that everybody knows now the dates of course different factors guide the selection of the dates um they'll check schedules they will check um availability of family members at that time they will check weather they will check um you know the season of the year the time of the year they will check is there anything major you know taking place at that time maybe if there's an election or something national that requires you know a lot of attention a lot that they may not want to use that period sometimes they leverage public holidays and several other holidays just to see that you know that part is settled and it's in place so those things have to be in place you know when you're planning for the introduction okay um of course sometimes they get a bit dramatic when they are doing this introduction you now hear questions like and they'll tell the bride now because it's not something that's happening just at her back alone while the groom family has discussed the, the bride is usually maybe still inside her room or something or inside the house and then you know they would have after they've had a series of meetings you know they'll now say they should go and call out the bride the bride comes they'll now say do you know this man are you sure you want to marry him you know and then they you know basically they get introduced oh this is the elder brother of the groom this is the wife of the younger sister something 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 you just explain all of those kind of stuff so and that will just basically wrap up the event they take pictures and all of that so let me help you with a few things to put in place when you're planning for this introduction this one that involves the family coming over to see you know the in-laws so let me help you with a few things you have to put in place number one thing you need to put in place would be the transportation plan now you need to decide what means of transportation will be used for the visit all right now decide also what they would be um 
what what that will be so that you know you can make adequate provision basically for it that's the reason for you know deciding ahead what you want the transportation system to be so it's not just about oh the day reaches you find how they will come no so if it's out of your place of residence that's you as the bride and the groom your parents are staying in a totally different place as the bride right you need to make provision for how that is going to work out and also in the city you need to make provision for the in-city movement to make it very easy do you understand so your let me use um west africa for example nigeria for this example so your parents reside in portacot and his parents reside in lagos both of you reside in abuja now you're going for your introduction and your introduction is in portacot you as the bride and the groom you guys you need to work it out how you're going to get to you know where you're going to for it which is portacot so like i said decide for transportation so, excuse me if you say so we're going by air you can buy your tickets ahead of time so that you are prepared after buying your tickets now his family how many people are coming and all of that if it's also by air they are coming you also have to buy the tickets for everybody coming now how are they also going to which hotel are they going to stay when they arrive portacot you need to decide that all right so when you have that plan in place which vehicle is also going to pick them up from the airport you need to decide all of that so that you have taken care of both ends and everything is in place many times most bride uh, brides family a lot of them are supportive and all of that so sometimes if they have um, accommodation facility they get to accommodate you for some of them if they have you know maybe vehicles drivers and all of that or younger ones in the family that can drive and come and do pick up they come to help if you have friends in that city they can also come to assist so that it's very easy and then as each party comes they know and this one usually they don't come for a very long time like that do you get what i'm saying so just plan for transportation basically on how it's going to go in that place so that it has a smooth event all through you should not say okay you're going to talk us for example and then um um there's a particular place where you guys are having the introduction and you're now putting the parents at one very very outskirts or very far place you're going to disrupt the event for the day because what if there's traffic and several other things like that you need to plan with a full um thought flow in mind all right so that it doesn't just happen anyhow that day the next thing you should put in place is accommodation so if the in-laws are coming in from out of the place of residence of your parents as the lady right make provision for where your in-laws are going to stay do you get it can be a hotel or a guest house or a relatives um um in town's residence you know but make sure that there's provision for this and make sure that the security in that environment is also in place you don't want to keep your in-laws at risk because they are coming to you know ask for your hand in marriage so you want to make sure that accommodation issue is also in place i'm not saying you must sponsor it or you must pay for it and all of that they are the ones coming to ask for your hand in marriage uh -huh. so but i'm saying that it's something you need to have plans for because the introduction maybe sometimes depends on your schedule maybe you're there two days before 
um, you're already at home, you can make that arrangement, make reservation for them and all that. They can come and make their payments and everything, but at least you have taken that initiative to make it easier for all parties, right? That's fine. Let's move on. Then feeding. Feeding is another thing you need to make provision for. Make provision for how your in-laws will be fed during that short stay and ensure that they are comfortable and all is in place. Usually, like I said, this visit is usually very short. And um, if it's a place where flights are used, you know, it can be planned for early enough and they can possibly return to their place that same day. You know, with the current system of introduction, though, that people are running, huh? they may need to spend the night. If it becomes like that mini traditional marriage I'm telling you about, you get that um, that some families get to do so that that can be in place, okay? Now, like I said, during that short visit, they should be, if they are coming maybe the day before the introduction, um, at least there should be something for them to eat for dinner and all that. You don't have to be the one to cook from the hotel. You can make the arrangement and say, okay, maybe they place their order directly from the hotel to avoid maybe stress because some hotels might not even permit you to bring in food and all of those kind of things there so it depends again on your circumstance you'll be able to plan accordingly you know whichever way it unfolds i'm just mentioning this thing so that you don't forget when that period reaches and you're like how do i give about my introduction this is how you go about your introduction okay so of course during the event now the bride's family will need to feed the in-laws that have come so it can be done from the family or by an employed caterer for the event like i said some have turned into mini mini traditional weddings so if it's like mini traditional wedding kind of thing yes you can get a caterer and if it's not, if maybe sizable number of people will be there for the event that day and your parents are busy and people don't have that much time, you guys can get a caterer. That will just make it very easy and everything will go well, right? Um, also, gifts is another thing you need to put in place. So the groom should ensure that the family comes bearing gifts for the in-laws. It's actually very important, you know. That it's in place to avoid looking for where to start buying things in an unfamiliar territory but if it's something like food like i said you can work that out you know that okay when they come if that's the arrangement you should have made all those research before they come it should not be the day of the um introduction then ah you people are still in the market and running about trying to look for this or look for that you can plan for that ahead of time the next thing you should put in place for the introduction outfits your outfit for the introduction should be planned okay De um, depending on your culture his outfit also should be planned for the event don't just come casually dressed looking you know somehow respect the occasion and the event for that day and so this outfit i'm talking about is maybe your, your dress his own dress for the day Maybe your headgear for some people, like I said, many traditional weddings. So they tie gilly and all those things. The guys they get to wear their cap. Of course, for the lady, ah, maybe makeup artist. You want to do the uh, get a makeup artist for that day to do your introduction makeup. Um, of course, your accessories, your jewelry, your ring, um, the one that they used to engage you and all of that. For some people, it's even at that place of the introduction that they get to do the wearing of the ring and all that depends on your culture so have that in place then of course your shoe and then your purse his shoe also for the day and all of that any other thing that you know from your findings as you begin to ask your parents or your guardians or your siblings from now and you get the 
idea of the things that will be required then you can now get those things ready ahead of time so that you are set for the introduction then another thing you should put in place will be the setup or the decoration like i already said some families tend to extend the scope of introduction these days so there may be a need to put up a small setup for the event they, based on the plan of the family for some people there's one special place you are supposed to see it little designs here and there so you may want to plan for that little decoration if your family is one of those families that follows that um, traditional style right and then the final thing to put in place is photography of course you should keep memories of the day so of course that will still depend on your plan there will be need to at least photograph you know the event and make sure that that is in place so some people they even go further to put a video coverage if that's your plan beautiful do a video coverage so that you have that um, in place and just depends on your family and the plan and the style basically that you're adopting and that will just be it for the introduction now let's also talk about meeting some defining individuals in your partner's life and in your life towards the planning process now every individual you know um streams from the effect of various relationship um, in our lives right so i have different relationships you have different relationships before you met your partner there were certain relationships you already had okay so uh, many times these things come to play now um you and your spouse you know you have you know certain individuals that have invested in your life and played defining roles in your life and you will not want to take a major step like you know getting married without carrying those people along i don't know if you have people like that in your life you know and i'm sure he has people like that too in his own life and that's why i said don't don't go for someone that is just a total stranger appeared from nowhere you can't trace them to anyone there is no authority there's no relative there is nothing you can use to hold on and say this person is coming from this place right so if you have those two things in place the next thing is um uh you know the first step of course towards carrying those people along depends on your relationship with those certain individuals you know the first thing of course might be oh to put a call through to them or a message to them if they are in a place because not all of them might be in a location where you can have access to them at that time do you understand what i'm saying um to let them know that okay you'll be getting married soon and you want to bring your fiance to come and meet them officially so you have to first confirm their own schedule and availab availability for a visit for some people they are not they don't even disturb you at all they may just say oh that's fine don't worry that's fine um give him the phone i want to speak to him for some people they just do that on the phone and they are good and that settles it but for those that you know maybe you have to go and visit let me use um, a simple example for example um the vice president is the uncle you know to the person you're getting married to do you get what i'm saying like i'm saying direct uncle not just you know cousins brother uncle son something i'm just saying like really direct uncle and um, of course, you will not want to. He won't want to take that step, especially if the person is very close to him and he has played a major role in his life and all of that. He won't want to take that kind of step without uh, maybe carrying him along. So if you want to go for a visitation for someone like that, you're not just going to, uh, you know, barge in on them anyhow. So you need to book for an appointment and plan for it to be able to go there and see them and all of that. So that's what I mean by. You know scheduling a visit you confirm their own availability and then you meet them because like i said those people may not be your direct parents but there are certain roles that they are playing in our lives and you want to make sure that you're carrying them along right 
Okay, so now what I want you to do first is list, make a list of these people so that you don't miss out on any important person and also to help you for adequate planning. Do you get what I'm saying? So make a list of them. He too, when you have your partner, if you're in a relationship already, your partner should have a list like that too. You too, create your own list. When you have those lists, next thing you should do after drawing up your list is draw up a schedule for those in the same location so that the visitation can be done together. Now, anyone not available during that period, you will see them at the wedding, depending on who they are and the relationship with them and their role in your life. Do you get what I'm saying? Okay, and if they will be around for the introduction ceremony, that will be another opportunity for you to leverage so that, you know, you can tick them off your list for visitations to make. So if, for example, you have five people in Lagos like that in your life and your fiancé also has like three people in Lagos like that in his life, I don't expect you guys to be going every week to Lagos because you want to go and see those people. So plan it that, okay. We want to use one week. We have one small break maybe from work or from our business. We just want to take this time out to quickly see these people. So you schedule it together. That's why I say if you have a list and a schedule, you plan it together that all the visitation that period, you do everything together at once. So when you go, you just see each of them, of course, at their various location. That's why I said drop a schedule. See that this planning process is making a lot of sense because it helps you to be more organized, right? So you're going, so all the people you want to see on the island, you schedule it together that, okay, well, today's island visit. Not that you come after island and say, hey, I just remembered Auntie Shola, oh, oh my God. Okay, we'll see Auntie Shola tomorrow. You know, say, hey, Uncle Dare too is there. That's when you want to go and see them. Do you get what I'm saying? Plan it so that you don't feel overwhelmed, you know, you're able to do what needs to be done responsibly and you're also doing it with wisdom, okay? Now, of course, you can also do a simple bearing of gifts depending on who those people are and their preference and what you can both afford at that time eh? don't um, now maybe waste money or something but make sure that you have something good as a gift of course some of them is just to see the person so uh -uh, so you are the one that wants to take my daughter eh? this and that this one that one ask him his own questions some will provide some form of counsel some will give warning we must not hear any complaint you know such things there are people this girl is so special to us in this family make sure you take care of her we want to see her better with you and all of that what are your plans they will ask about their future they will ask so many questions you know ask about their family their parents and all and then many times some of them end up maybe praying for you you know and all of that and if some are you know, some of we have those uncles, very lovely, sweet, sweet uncles like that. For some of them, we're like, oh, okay. Ah, so when are you guys looking at now for the wedding? Oh, we're looking at so and so time. And I will say, okay, okay. Ah, you should see me before that time. Or I'm gonna call you. I'll talk on the phone with you. I'm all of that. Oh, send me your account number. Hey, we always like to hear that part, Abby. Especially if you are from West Africa, like Nigeria. We have our uncles like that that have a way of showing us love and supporting us in all those kind of things so you hear something like oh oh i i, I want to support you with this or i want to support you with that and all of that different things and 
some may not do that so don't also now go with that expectation of putting something and saying and some may ask like oh are there some things you need oh okay sir this this that 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 that, that. and they may want to support you in one way or the other but don't now also go there to overwhelm them or carry one list and say hey uncle uh, concerning this aspect you are the one that will pay for this and that please <laughs> don't do that so that you don't embarrass yourself or your partner all right so make sure you are you have your plans in place basically now if you also um have a proposed chairman for your wedding ceremony now if you're in west africa also there's this whole chairman thing we do during our weddings many times for a wedding that has a reception sometimes we have a chairman for it right um for that if if that's part of your plan for your wedding you may also want to see them ahead confirm their availability you know to avoid taking them on unawares during your um, wedding period so you can also add them to the list of those important people you want to see during that period and officially request so sir we're thinking you should be our chairman for this occasion and all of those kind of things oh sure why not i'll be there i'll be around oh i won't be able to come but i'll send my pa i'll send my representative i'll send so so and so person and all of that so it depends again on what kind of relationship you guys you have right okay so um once this phase is completed basically i guess you can just go ahead and keep putting plans towards your wedding and your marriage in place okay so the next model which is model three would further give guidance on planning for your traditional wedding your cut wedding and your white wedding and um that is if it is part of the way you have planned for it okay when we get into the wedding planning you understand why i said if that is part of your plan because some people have different ideologies of what they intend to do um, when it comes to their wedding that's the end of model two i hope um, you learned a whole lot from there for your introduction so please do your model task there's always a task for every model make sure you do your task and you know make sure that you take your preparation to another level Again, I would always say, I would always say, please feel free to expand it beyond this scope. This was simply an awakening. I just wanted you to be aware that there was something like this. And if you have not thought about making your plan up to um, this point or putting this level of detailing and structure into it, I guess that this can help you, you know, to put that. So thank you so much for taking um, session three, model two in this preparatory course. I'm super excited to walk this journey with you and I'm looking forward to sharing more exciting insights and moments with you. You never recover from a beautiful good start. Welcome to a polished and fit you for your marital destiny. I am your privileged project facilitator. My name is Fentulu Ademola Deitubero or you call me FT. I am the awakener. I love you so much and I'm so glad to be doing this with you. Um, if there's any question and all of that, um, you can always send a message, you can send a mail and at the interactive session we can talk about this. But if you're taking it as a self-paced um, participant, hey, um, I'm, I'm sure that there's something you have been able to work on. But if you have questions, of course, you can always send a mail. I love you. Have a beautiful one. Bye-bye.